uh, to recap last session, we had the a very long arena battle. Judy and Tariq eventually won. And Pierre sadly lost his bet. But in the end, the party did make more money than they lost. Uh, Dunia and Tariq made significant like six silver. Uh, and Tariq had received a major wound in combat, and uh, there was a very tense scene in which Pierre <coughs> had to perform surgery on Tariq. Hee <laughs> panic attack. And now Tariq is recovering from his wound. For the second time during this campaign. I'm telling you, I'm the Frodo. I'm always injured or unconscious or, like, <laughs> obsessing over the ring. Yeah, just wait till I give you a ring. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I could do So, Tariq, you wake up at 5 at a normal time, and you see Junia is just completely out onto the... just sleeping super hard on her stomach, head, like, digging into the pillow, like, drool, mouth hanging open, drooling onto the pillow, hair is a mess, um, just, like, reeks of alcohol. Yeah. And I imagine, like, with injuries, I probably had fallen asleep. So I'm like, how the f- when the fuck did Junia go downstairs? Um, I guess I'll get up and I'll just shake. I'll shake Junia. I'll shake her. One second. Wake up. One, two, I'm, I'm hung up for the next two hours. Uh, what? <sighs> Junia, when did you go down to the bar last night? Uh, 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 uh. Probably after everyone went to bed, I think. Uh, I don't remember perfectly. How about we go get some food? Gladly. Uh, and Junior, you are also a little bit sleep deprived. I'm not going to give you any actual penalties, just kind of roleplay it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> also, by the way, Ivan, I already took the money out for your breakfast. Okay. So yeah, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so everyone makes their way down to eat breakfast then, and I like the tavern. I guess, so you're all sitting together. <laughs> I am unsure about <laughs> that one, bro. Question. That's a good question. That that'd be really funny. So yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for the comedic value, we all have to sit oh together. God. Like on, on op- it's like at a diner where there's like booths. We're just on opposite booths. Everyone is sitting together. Roll me a smelling. Perception roll. Fuck. Plus to all of us. Oh, actually, just smelling perception, base perception. In an entire night. You realize how how yeah, exactly. uh, this is the first ever time I think we've ever rolled smelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, plus two. Okay. <clears throat> oh, no, no, just two. regular. Is this base. Oh, no. I got a success of two. Wow, I got a success of like <laughs> failure of two. Fucking five or six. And uh, that's where all of your luck will go today. And I just, Ram, I just got you don't really notice anything out of any, anything peculiar. Nikki, you can smell that Junia is um has has definitely like has a has stench of alcohol on her. And Pierre, as usual, you can tell that she reeks of alcohol. But it's been a while since she had drank, so she had probably drank some point last night. It's been several hours, at least like five um, hours, at the very least, since she uh, since she drank. There's a deep silence. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Junior's just gonna munch on her food. That's it. Like (laughs) the only thing that can be heard is like the scraping of the forks against like plates and stuff. So, uh, are we gonna get a wagon today? I still need to talk to somebody. Um, although, unfortunately, 
you may have to think about an alternative route. Just be prepared for some changes if... Party uh, awakes from their silent slumber and exits the tavern, the GM declares, unless anyone has anything more to say here at the table. As you guys are eating after a very tense day yesterday. I thought I got anyone to broke in the ice yet. There's a shit ton of it. Okay, I hear no objections. Mm-hmm. Party, what what do you do actually? You're outside of the tavern. It's a pretty, it's it's a relatively chilly uh, morning here. I need to go talk to the, I need to go to the, the, the fucking Nickel Estate and follow up on my, my, uh, my secondary, my, I guess it's my third meeting. And uh, the rest of the party is following him, I presume. I go enter another arena fight. No, no, what? no. That was no. a joke, right? <laughs> I hope that was a joke. I'm just Flash I, HJ. I am following Pierre. No, you see, we're gonna go in the arena fight in the next. Yeah, we'll do another one. You know what? Uh, yeah, while they do that, we'll do that RP, and then Susie, you and me will stay up till two a.m. We'll have a really in-depth <laughs> combat. Oh no! Please don't. I'll hold you hostage. I'll summon a guy who has like dodge, uh, dodge uh, eighteen and block twenty, and parry fifteen. Actually, no, he's actually not. He can't hit you either. So it's just you trying to figure out a way to hit him. I would cry. Um, you, uh, you guys. Okay, so you guys make your way to the Nickel World Estate. It's like five forty-five now. As you guys approach, butlers out front are like the same like guards, and they recognize you guys, and they look at you, and they uh. They look at each other, look at you, like, what are you doing here? I'll, I'll turn my camera on. Uh, whatever, it's a short session, never mind. What are you doing here? Does that uh, assistant guy actually have a name? I, I can't remember if he's given me one. I haven't given anyone a name, really, besides Lenore. That's fair. These are the guards at the at the gate before you even get in. Yeah, I know. Um... Lenore Nickel World. <laughs> Do you need the butler to have a name? Are you trying to, like, Uh, Yes. <laughs> Because he's the one who specifically uh, sanctioned the the second uh, the third meeting. Tryon. His name is Tryon. Tryon. <clears throat> Tryon. He's not. Tryon. He's not. All right. Um. <laughs> yes, I. Um, the butler Tryon had uh, set up a meeting for me this morning. They look at each other, and uh, for a moment, and I look at you and go. Bit early to speak with him, eh? Well, I don't think it will be with Nickel War. I have a feeling it's specifically with Tryon, but this is the dedicated time we uh, agreed to. They look at each other, and then they, uh, um, one of them says, like, oh, uh, I'll, I'll go, okay, I'll go check in and see what's, what the deal is here. And he opens out the, the gate up slightly, or orders someone inside open the gate up slightly, and then he uh, walks in, closes the gate, it's locked behind him. He walks all the way in. You guys are standing out here for like 10, 15 minutes. As you're standing here, the, the other guard looks at you and goes, so what's it like being, uh, like, chosen? Like, how are you guys, did you, like, see visions? Or I've heard that you, like, you guys were spoken to by the gods. Was there like a like a burning bush kind of deal? It was more like uh, a sound we all collectively kind of felt. I don't know. It, it was hard to explain. You could like feel it. We had accepted an early challenge of the prophecy and we had completed it. 
and we kind of all collectively felt it after the challenge. But uh, unbeknownst to our knowledge that we were even part of the prophecy. Uh, what, what did you guys do? We had fought a warrior of sorts, uh, a, a very wild and tough opponent. A westerling warrior? Yes, a westerling warrior. Um, they had been slaughtering people in the, uh, the Grey Wolf Inn tavern. Right. <laughs> um, and that is where we're all there at the moment, and we had taken the opponent down together. One of the last ones left in the tavern, and then everyone just surrounded us. And then you guys are standing there for another five minutes, waiting. He's like tapping his foot. He kind of like whistles a little bit. And he turns to you, to you, Tariq. He's like, so what's it like being a Westerling? <laughs> Do you have like, I heard you guys have like, like superhumans. I don't even know what you mean by that. Like you're like faster and stronger. You don't look bigger though, but they say you're bigger. We have some big warriors, yeah. No bigger than Grand, though. Maybe taller. So, this is, this is like a misconception. I'm not. You I'm guys not are big. are superhumans, or? If I said yes, how would that make you feel? How would that make me feel? That wouldn't make me feel anything. I don't mind him. He he's just trying to. We're we're not. I we're just no, 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 people. No, no. But like. Like no, I think he has a point. I think. Wait, you're wrestling too? Is that like paint? He like points at your skin, Nikki. Oh, is he talking about Westerlings? Oh, okay. Then I said they're not. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think there's a point here. I think that we do have some superhuman capabilities. Uh, we're just natural. I want to like put my I want to like put my hand over Tariq's mouth. If that is the case, we certainly got the defective one. Nikki, now that you put your oh. hand over Tariq's mouth, he notices, he looks, he instinctively looks at your other hand and goes, Whoa, what the, what happened to you? Oh, uh, just a, just an accident. Quite the filter on you. Why in the hell would the gods pick a, first of all, uh, no offense, but uh, two women, and then <laughs> one with a hand? <laughs> <laughs> Nikki had sustained her injury on the way here. You're telling me you lost that on the way here? Like, after you were... I'd been like, yeah, like, like, yeah, I... How, how long ago? Like, like a week or so now? You underestimate the Maybe trials. a little... You underestimate the trials of the prophecy, my friend. Yeah, I don't I think we haven't been through since This yet. is kind of a surprise. Like, we've always been told you guys are, like... Not super... I, I mean, I guess kind of super... If you kind of like storytell heroes, very special, I must very certainly powerful. tell you that you are... You should wrong. lower your standards. <laughs> I love how everyone in the group is just like no 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 we suck <laughs> this is literally fear <laughs> and hunger <laughs> come on we have to have more energy here uh, you see the guard the other guard returning the wrestlings are actually as, superior why are we no the conversation is getting good <laughs> I mean if you really want to continue the conversation with this guard we can no, it's fine it's fine because I'm, I'm loving it <laughs> as thrilling as this conversation might be you see the other guard returning and no, the gates. Slow. I want you guys to interact with commoners more and like talk with them and like, because there's so much like different information about the prophecy being out and everywhere. there's just like this general confusion and like, like mystifying of all of you, and no one knows anything. Um. So the other guy returns. Gate opens and he leans in 
He says, uh, yeah, um, Lenore is still asleep, but, uh, Tryon said you guys come in and, uh, wait for him to wake up. <laughs> okay. We're gonna fucking fuck around in his study. Knock over all of his bookshelves. Get <laughs> shit on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get, Lenore. Give us a fucking wagon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are all escorted. Well, not escorted, but you guys walk through like the the gardens into the the his like large house. I wouldn't call it a mansion. Um, his large estate. Can I, sp- and can I speak to Tryon as we're uh... Tryon is immediately uh, escorting, and you can pretty much it's pretty obvious that he is uh, like keeping an eye on you. Shit. <laughs> Your security detail is rather unprofessional, if I might add. He, he he looks at you and his he has like really large eyebrows and they furrow down as he stares at you and he seems like he's thinking very deeply and he's uh he says you mean Tallinn? that's one over there that's who's with us uh stationed at the front gate mm-hmm. on the right side yes yes that is my son ah Apologies. Well, he is very smart. He is he is well versed on how superhuman Westerlings are, which I find quite impressive. His questions were very... just a bit too personal. Um, I I apologize for any offense. Tariq, uh, what you were saying, Tryon looks at you. He does not seem amused whatsoever with your <laughs> with your words. No, I'm serious. It's and true. he gives you he gives you j- just like st- staring at you. He gives you like this meanest like just the look. No, it's and, true, he's, and just, he's just a kid as well. Don't don't pay attention. You you feel like you're you're, you're you're like eight years old again, being like scolded by your father, but just just from the the like look the his brow is being so f- fucking um uh burrow that they look like they're trying to crawl off his face and like shoot off and kill you. <laughs> what the fuck? And then his <laughs> eyes are just shooting down. What was that description? <laughs> just like the man eating the he's pear pissed, all over bro. And. He looks back to you, Pierre. He says, I will reprimand him appropriately. No, he was right, though. I appreciate your concern on the matter. You guys are going to be, like, on your way out of Kali. You're going to see him, like, hanging from, like, the exit. (laughs) (laughs) I respect Uh, um, sincerity. So you guys are sitting here. You guys are just in the lobby, and Tryon is just sitting there. He's standing, arms crossed, staring at you. I'm fucking reading a book, homie. Too much tension. <laughs> do you want to ask to go to study, or do you want to just pull out your I'm book? I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out my uh, my fucking. I'm probably gonna write in my journal. Actually, I haven't had a good chance to. All right. You want to like lean against, like sit against the wall? Yeah. Right. Pierre just like sits sits along the wall and starts writing his book. Is there a fireplace? In the study, not really in the main lobby. Okay. In various parts, definitely the study. He's about to throw himself in a fire. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's... I'm, I'm uh, done with this I'll... shit. He just crawls in the fire. Duke, do you want the ball? <laughs> Alright, so you guys see all CPR sit down and start writing in his journal. Um, no, you guys are standing here for a long while. Get cozy. We're literally back. waiting we're talking, for a man to wake up. Like, <laughs> at least like half an hour. You're wait, standing wait, Jack. Here. I think it back. Can I, can I get hour. into the study? 
What? Can I get into the study? Is it open? You could ask Tryon. Can I? Don't push our luck. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have a a fireplace? Uh. Oh. I could bring you to the study. There's a fireplace there. I could light it. Great. By the way, Tryon has a very thick Eastern accent. Like a Starian accent. He's French. Yep. I can relate. So he said, uh, I can be used to the study. And what'd you say? I was asking for a fireplace. He yeah, he said, I can be used to the study. And like the fire there. <laughs> and you said, um, say I was yes, like, that's fine. When I follow him. Like... Okay. Um, I just and wanna... he kind of like ushers all of you. Like with all his right. hand, he like waves for all of you to come along, and he says, "Like, come along." I will come along. Kind of, you can just tell he's 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 addressing all of you, mm -hmm. and he um leads you all through a bit of the of the estate into the into the study. Once again, huge bookshelves full of books on a variety of topics, and he look he like bends down over the fire and like um takes like a fucking flint or something. I don't know. However, they light fireplaces in the middle of times. Lights the fire. And then just like turns and again stands in the corner. His hands are behind his back now. He's got that like stereotypical uh, butler posture as he's just watching all of you. His head's kind of like tilted back. I'm going to sit by the fire to just get warm. Um, and I'm also going to take that page that I took out of the book and just throw it in. What was that page again, by the way? It was on the prophecy. Yeah, the book on the prophecy. What was the page? You had mentioned a page that was more focused on on Westerlings and Westerlings mm -hmm. knowing more about the prophecy than other people, and I uh, instantly was like no, and I ripped it out. Okay. So, um, yeah, you guys, anyone who's paying attention, sees Tariq throw a piece of like pull a piece of paper out of his bags, and throw the paper into the fire. And Tariq, you see, Tryon is actually a little, um, like, surprised at this. Um, and he looks down, like, like down at the fire, and at you, and like his eyes, uh, like, open wide for a second, like his head shakes back. Um, and you catch like a glimpse at like your peripheral, and you look over, and you can see like for just for a second, he loses his composure. Just at the fucking absurdity of that. He was not expecting that. Uh, it's been a half an hour you've been sitting in the study in silence. And he speaks up and goes, uh, Lenore has awoken and has just started breakfast and said he is ready to see you all. Uh, actually, he is ready to see one of you. That can be me. Here? Yes. Uh, you were the one he spoke with before. That's probably the best. Come with me. And he uh, starts leading you, Pierre. And you see the other servant that was coming here is standing where uh, um, Tryon was standing and is watching all of you and keeping tabs. Pierre, you are led out of the study to meet with Lenore. All right, let's do this. Okay, so uh, you're led over to Lenore. Back in the same room, he's sitting down eating breakfast again. Roll me body language. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, you don't have detect lies or psychology. Nope. 
Okay, then you cannot. Damn. But he is clearly disheveled. Yeah, you honestly, know, not not ex exactly surprising. You can just kind of tell, like, his hair is messy. Um, his, uh, his hair is messy. He isn't, um, wash, which is surprising. He's, he's, um, been, like, uh, clean every time you've seen him. And he, it, it even seems like he might, it might have been wearing makeup this entire, like, entire time. His face just kind of looks different now. Um, he isn't. Uh, you can see like the beginnings of a beard forming, like just the very, very beginnings. Mm -hmm. He shaves every day, and this, it seems like this is the first time you've seen him where he hadn't shaved like the, the moment before. Where's he was very well kept before, and now it seems like he has unraveled a little bit. Also, he did just wake up like half an hour ago. Where where did his wife go? Is she like his here? Wife? Yeah. You haven't seen her. Yeah, I don't think we've seen her for a while, if not at all. I'm presuming it's that woman who, uh, who said, said something about the horrors. You could investigate. I might not. I might do it after if I don't get a like. If I if this man says I don't get a wagon, I'm about to expose this whole fucking secret. I'm about blackmail. Really. So you said uh, you, you enter, and so you see him. He's sitting down. He's eating, um, uh, like some, uh, some sort of like cooked. Um, meat with some bread and like some butter on the bun or actually like some toasted bread with some butter on it and um, you see like a boiled egg and he looks at you and goes you again could you take that mask off it makes me uncomfortable of course sir I understand I will remove it that this one Pierre against his better judgment removes the mask <laughs> similarly Pierre's face is unwashed Kind of hairy <laughs> and sad. <laughs> <laughs> he gestures to the seat, uh, the, uh, the table he's sitting at. It's like a small, or it's like a, a medium-sized, uh, like uh, circular wooden table. And there's two, there's two chairs, one where he's sitting and one across him. And he, he gestures to the seat and goes, "Take a seat." Of course. Or he says, "Like, please have a seat." I, I pull up the chair and, and sit neatly in it. Yeah, it's more, it's more of an offer, not a demand. But it's one of those offers that's secretly a demand. Um, fucking Harrier Dubois seat challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Disco, these seem so amazing. You sit down, and he looks up to you, and he says, What are you here for again? You, we, had discussed about um, a, a final part of our contracted payment. Um, do you recall what that was? Uh, I remember you asked for some warmer clothing because you're going north, and uh, whip, which is a strange request. I don't think I paid you. I, don't th I think all you re I requested was supplies. We also talked about the, um, uh, as you know, we are the prophecy, um, and just outside your lovely town of Cali, we kind of crashed our wagon. Uh, it was on its last legs anyway, and there wasn't much, uh, horsepower left in it. And we had requested, uh, a wagon for our journey. Of any quality, of course. Um, we just need to make it through these mountains in one piece. I mean, I'm sure, yes, a wagon. I'm sure you could understand that. We did almost get killed down there. Yes, you, you're, you're asking for a wagon. 
you, I remember now. Of course, yes. The issue is, and you see his his, his um, composure has changed significantly from being sort of like uh, melancholy, uh, melancholic to being more intimidating and imposing and sort of not yeah not 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 angry but more intimidating and imposing and he sort of like leans in towards the table and makes direct eye contact with you he says the issue is you did not complete the job how i intended it well you were never no one there. was brought back alive you just informed me of their deaths i paid you with your equipment that you asked for i don't owe you anything our vocal contract. You did a poor job. Our vocal contract did not state anything of the matter. You, in fact, didn't say anything about bringing anyone here. You specifically mentioned you want to know what happened to them. And what did we do? We told you what happened to them. You go out there. You come back here. You tell me they're dead. You don't bring anyone back alive, and you expect me to pay you in full. Oh, of course. What do you? You want to come down there with me? Because I can come show you right now. I believe that they're dead. I'm, I'm just not going to pay you for a job not fully completed. Oh, it was fully completed. Pierre sits up and stands perfectly straight. This was our vocal contract. As someone in your position, I don't see why you would not follow through on this. Let's roll a contest. Uh, these are advantages. Let me just see what will is or intimidation. Yeah, intimidation is built off of will or acting. Luckily, I have 13 wins. And... Um... Yeah, so, uh, contest of your will versus his intimidation. Oh, fuck. Critical failure. <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, 17 or 18? 17. Probably the worst time to roll that. Why couldn't I Everyone roll the else 17? The party, if, if anyone's paying super close attention, they probably just saw you roll 17 and they're all like, fuck. I love that I rolled a 6 for sniffing and a 17 for like. <laughs> <laughs> so, the way he's speaking to you, his words are so stern and so confident. Like, you, you, you stand up and you try to maintain perfectly straight, but immediately your posture kind of cowers and you, you, you shrink back a little bit as he starts to like scold you. And he himself stands up and he's like, you come into my house and you order me to give you a wagon for a job not fully completed. No. I will not have that. Get out of here immediately. And he points to the door and you, you just feel utterly defeated. Like, there's no way this guy is going to be convinced to give you a wagon. Well, hope your mistress was nice when you had her. Good day, sir. He, 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 he just sits down again, does not look at you and continues eating. Pierre puts on his mask. And leave you room. exit. You want to return to the study? Tryon is waiting outside. He's standing right by, right by you, watching. I'm gonna head back to the study. As you walk out, roll perception minus one. That. Yeah. Uh, success of four. As you walk out, uh, you look at Tryon and you see there was a slight, slight smirk on his face. Um, that quickly disappeared as he looked over and as he exited and now he's back to like his professional serious composure he's basically lucian <sighs> try and I, I have a question yes this 
doesn't have to be any sort of formality, but who who was that woman that he was talking about? What does she mean to him? I'm not at liberty to say. Is Lenore married? Happily. Yes. Uh, then why the sudden interest in this woman? I don't follow. She seems off. You know what I'm saying? He's real distraught no. over over somebody else's death. That's certainly not his wife. He had uh, several investments in the mining operation. He lost a significant amount of money. Oh, of course. However, he specifically had been talking about a particular girl. Do you want to roll detect lies? Uh, sure. What's the base default on that? <clears throat> Let me find. Perception minus six or body language or six. So perception minus six, assuming you don't have body language or psychology. Uh, that's seven. Fuck, yeah, fail. Yeah. Yeah, Susie saw the 17. <laughs> Uh-oh. My rolls are fucking sporadic. What's my standard deviation, my homie? You're doing really well in perception rolls. <laughs> <laughs> six seventeen nine sixteen. <laughs> You're a fucking cosine function going up and down. Up and down. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have no idea whether or not he's telling the truth on the on the investments. I was more so aiming towards the fact that um, he kept talking like the the like uh, Lenore had kept mentioning like oh but there's this girl uh, she's uh, she's the captain you know black hair um, etc etc. Um, the fact that he had mentioned that seemed off to me, that he was describing her in detail. And he, he leads you back into the study. I've, I've arrived. Hey. All right, I can't wait to hear the good news. With the critical fail. <laughs> yeah, that was So, you guys see Tryon open the door to the study, and uh, he walks in, Pierre follows behind him, and he closes the door. And the two of them kind of walk towards you, and Tr Pierre, Tryon looks to you and says, what you were saying earlier. Many fly too close to the sun. Hmm. Don't get burned. And he, uh, uh, he he stares at you for an uncomfortable several amount of seconds and then leaves. Good day, Tryon. Study. There is the other servant still watching, though. Did we get a wagon? Unfortunately, no. But I have some suspicions about this whole situation. Oh? It's not for here. Let's not worry about it right now. However, uh, we were not promised a wagon according to him, so it is not a part of our contracted reward. Also, Asher. Yes. Roll, here, roll me, because of your, your unique background, roll me IQ. That is a fucking weird way to start it out, but okay. Hey, Graham! Yeah. I got another 17. Oh, fuck me. The loser! Sorry. Oh, thank God Lux today and not... Next session, I guess. Uh, Actually, you know that clerics would pay for information like this. Okay. That's very helpful for a 17. <laughs> I appreciate it, nonetheless. I, I I definitely have a, a job to do once we leave this place. 
context. Nikki, what were uh, what were you doing? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I I think we might have a bit of a solution for our our rag, wagon problem. Uh, Pierre, when I was waiting for you, uh, when you were talking with, is it N- Nickel Whirl? Yeah, that guy, Lenore Nickel Whirl. It's as goofy as okay. you think. Uh, uh, when you were talking with uh, with Nickel Whirl, I was sitting outside. Nickel, yeah, it's Nickelback. Um, I was sitting outside the manor, and these two, maybe j- just these two wealthy people, walked by, and uh, they told me a. Uh, about these two merchants who were passing through uh, the Gollum Pass and uh, they encountered a giant, apparently, and uh, paid for their way their uh, safe travels back to, it was Kali, right? That they got back to? Yeah, they were like halfway between Honored and Kali. Okay, and they like made their way back down uh, down to the mountain to try and like cut through to get fast the other faster. Okay, uh, I think perhaps if we can if we can meet with these merchants, we could uh, buy ourselves a wagon ride up through the Gollum Pass. I it, it it's it seems like our best option right now. I don't. I think we have much of the choice, so if we can try and find out where these two merchants are, I mean, they, they're here somewhere. I definitely agree. That might be the better solution. Although, poor Graham will not get to uh, maybe converse with anyone in Onward. <laughs> oh yeah, I, so I, I totally lied. They weren't going to Kali. They're here in Kali now. That's still true. Okay. But it wouldn't make sense for them to try and cut through the mountains to get to Kali since there's a road that leads to Kali and would be faster. But so they're probably they're trying to get like some town west of Kali or something. Okay. There's like a tiny little detail. Alright. But they are here now. They so. are here now. Alright, sick. How tall is the Utara car? You have to get there to find out. Yeah. Or you could roll like an IQ minus like four or area knowledge i've been trying to figure out if it's like a like a landmark like if it's actually big enough to be considered a landmark but we'll get there i'll tell you this much it was the seat of power of the most powerful man uh in just about history it's probably pretty big oh yeah i would give you i tell you to say that big ben status You get there, you try a car, just fucking rinky dinky, sad trombone noise. <laughs> it's a fucking. <laughs> I can do that. I have a trombone. It's like a stick fort, and there's just a homeless. Man <laughs> it's it's a fucking stick fort. <laughs> Little TV. There's a senile old man standing inside. You can see him watching out the window, and he's like, Ooh, if someone whispers the password, I'll come out. I'm the god emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole Wouldn't fucking, that be sick? Our whole you, you go all the way to come back, and that's what you agreed to with, is a stick for it. Honestly, that's probably what's going to happen. We're going to go to the Westerlands, and then we're going to go to Utah, Car. I think that's our fucking final destination. 
Choo-choo. All right, well, with Niki's uh, thing, uh, we should definitely go find these merchants, and I need to go find a cleric. Anyway, uh, the, the servant, the, the, the servant standing with you guys, he's standing there. He's like, "I don't mean to intrude, but I you wouldn't are. believe everything that you hear." I I actually would highly suggest it because did you know that Westerlings actually have superhuman strength and abilities, and we are in fact superior? Shush, what do you, you found that so funny, didn't you? <laughs> what What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, sir? Giants don't exist. It, it, at least definitely not friendly giants i mean at the at the very most if we are saying that giants are real do you really believe that in the mountains which are full of monsters there are friendly giants who will take food in exchange for carrying you this is when they could squash you and take the some food. of the most graceful kind and caring creatures are the largest this is certainly an intrusion of our privacy. You are out of line, sir. Sorry. And he, he bows his head. Yeah, fuck you. No. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Elmo, right? <laughs> Elmo the giant. Elmo the giant. I hope you guys start a war between the humans and the giants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna That's how you guys prevent the show. wars. You just convince all the giants in the Gallen range to lay waste to house. <laughs> They're fucking on their guard right now, homie. Get him. The, inv- the invasion starts, and then suddenly, like, uh, Lord, uh, uh, thousands of 20 foot beasts have been seen coming out of the mountains screaming. They're led by a plague doctor on their king's shoulder. Fucking attack on Titan. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally <laughs> fucking Aaron Yeager. Attack <laughs> <laughs> on that! Oh my god. <laughs> That's what. I mean, that was set in a pretty medieval era. Not not this medieval, but. Okay, so what's the plan, gang? You guys are gonna leave and just like, how are you guys gonna track these merchants down? You should spread out like rats, and I gotta go find a cleric. I can just start asking around. Well, if we split up. Okay. Where are we going? We have to like have like a meeting place in a time. Oh goodness, we're gonna fucking split up, ain't we? Yeah. That's if we do, which I don't think we should. You guys but... are gonna spend. You guys are gonna spend three months in Kali. <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? Three months in game, um, and like six months in real life. Why do you fucking? How do you sound so much like? I can't even hear you. <laughs> Ford, you're not getting the wagon. Oh, Ford, are you talking your mic? Yeah. Oh, you're fucking gone. <laughs> I have you on two hundred percent. You are in a different room. And and Ben Ben says I'm completely normal. Well, Ben's on crack because you're. <laughs> I cannot hear you. you. Okay, like you're 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 this, a is this better? Tin, it sounds like we're doing the tin can bit where we have a string. <laughs> it, sounds it sounds like you're like talking like... to me through the wall. Asher and I are watching Arrival in video lit. It sounds like you're behind the fucking seeing glass. Yeah, you're fucking one of the you aliens are with the <laughs> barrier. Oh, that's okay, a cool me, movie. I love let me it. Switch I it back. It's actually not that bad. Although I prefer I the like, book. I like the science. That class sounds it. so fun. The book, honestly, for the first time, I'm genuinely like, yeah, the book was just way better. Book's genuinely guys, better. guys, about, Critical Role is live. Okay, let's get fucking back on topic. Four Wait, no, is, what, what happened? What happened? You guys aren't getting a wagon. 
from Lenore at least. Okay. And he remembers overhearing conversation that there's a rumor from some merchants that are in town that said that they got carried here by giants in exchange for food, large amounts of food. And hmm. where does the clerical order come into this? Uh, I'm, I'm specifically Asher's little own thing. looking for a cleric on my own. Oh, okay. You guys don't really know about that. I'll ask. Why do you Why do you need to see a cleric? I need to discuss some information. What happened up there? Uh, just a lot of. I told you so. I didn't type type beats. Um, you know how unreasonable these people can be. I hate nobles. I am fucking dude. The last thing we want is like a peer to be like Patrick Bateman. Start stabbing. <laughs> Poison the Junior. Hey, Paul! Hey, Junior, a peace chalice. Here's some finest wine. Fucking kills her. Okay, so Pierre, are you are you splitting away from. Okay, so you guys really all splitting off fucking on your own. Why are we, why are we splitting off? We're trying, Please, to find those, we're trying to find those merchants. Can I okay, still yeah, find I need to split Pierre. off. I'm fine with Pierre off. splitting off to try and find a cleric. Can I but, still like, find Pierre? Can you... Oh, is he like, him. okay, so we're officially, Pierre is splitting off. I want to yes. tail him, though. And you're going to tail him. That's awesome. Kali is like, a pretty yeah, big city. I need to go do a thing. Bye. Tails of Plague Doctor. Guess what? Kali's I do need to city. go buy a bow. Oh, you guys are splitting up, aren't you? Okay. I'll give you well, another silver. Don't oh, you don't necessarily need to split up for 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 that. But... By the way, that uh, it's not stealth; it's it's shadowing. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> God damn it! It's not my skill. Screw. The default okay. is stealth minus four, or IQ minus five, whichever is higher, or observation minus five. Okay. That. Yeah, like to tell someone the ability to follow another person through a crowd without being noticed. Okay, stealth minus four. I have a fifty percent chance. Um, I. Never mind. Right, Pierre and Tariq go to group one. Oh shit, what about uh recording? I can record. Okay. <laughs> so Graham Jr. and Nikki. You three have been tasked it seems like Pierre went off to go fight a cleric, and Tariq just wordlessly followed him into the crowd as Kali begins to get a bit crowded here in the morning. The three of you have been tasked with tracking down these merchants that are in town that are rumored to have been rumoring that they were carried in by giants. How do you wish to accomplish this? Is there anyone that... Uh... I'm just going to do window shop. <laughs> you should window shop? Yeah, so I want to see what there's around. Actually, no, we're low on session. Never mind. And then forget no, I will tell you. Saying. So you see, there is a merchant who specializes in ranged weaponry. Awesome. Mainly for hunters I'm, and stuff. I'm going to go check the girl. And you see a little kid staring up, wide-eyed, mouth agape, staring. Um, the, there's like a little pedestal in the market stall. And on it is this bow made of some kind of steel and just at a glance you can tell this is a good bow and you can see right under it there's a little engraving two gold 
to pay for it. That looks, that looks, hell, okay. Even just with like the eye test, you can tell, oh shit. That's a real bow. I feel like you should do the whole part with Nikki first before I, we go into that. I'll yeah, I just want to let you know, so you can write down like your notes yeah. if you want to come back later mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. Is there a commerce skill? A, a, like a what? Trading. A commerce? Commerce skilled. Um. Nah, nah nothing specific. It would just be like the market. Okay. Um. Okay, so they went over the Golan Range. What is. Do they have. Like, okay, I'm gonna guess. They're gonna go over the Golan Range. What does the North have? has belts, right? I'm gonna go to the tailoring area. Okay. Hello. Um is You head over the tailoring you... area. What are you what are you gonna do? I'm just I'm just looking for the merchants. You don't know what they look like. Oh. I was gonna ask about do I know anything about their appearance? No. I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, they have to have a wagon, don't they? Uh, they have. Was it was it two wagons? It was two people. You are in a crowded city of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. No, it's not. That's can, the can... solution. Hint, hint. What's the solution? You can ask There's people, especially because people. it's a big. Okay, we gotta ask a lot of, of character. I'm gonna go. Up yeah, I know we can. Can I? Or can you what, Graham? Big rumor. It's gonna be talked about. Can I? Can I go up? To, is there like a board? Never mind. I'm gonna go up to like the tailing person. I'm gonna ask if they've uh uh hey have you uh have you seen a couple of merchants with, with like two wagons around here? They they There's came all sorts the of all sorts of wagons here. Wait, the, can I go? I'm the talking. I'm the talking character. Can I go are. up? Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any advantage uh, bonuses to reaction rolls? Oh yeah, charisma and attract. I have like, yeah, and I have like plus voice two. Give, does voice give a bonus to reaction rolls? I don't think so. Okay. But charisma and attract. No, I don't think plus it does. two. Cool, cool. But then there's a minus because of my hand, right? Yeah, that's fair. Put yeah, like minus one. So overall, plus one. Okay. So you approach. After Graham asks, he says, yeah, there's... there's oh, oh, actually, actually, voice gives plus two on yeah. any reaction roll made by someone who can hear your voice. Cool. So then, yeah, you should write that down yeah. in, your, in your doc then. Um, yeah. So that's then a plus three total. Cool. Um, okay. Okay, so... I walk up to just a random person, uh, and I say, uh, Hi there, sorry to bother you. Um, I was wondering if you uh, heard this rumor about uh, two merchants who were carried here after trading with giants. I I heard about it from uh, Talk of the Town, and I was intrigued. I mean, I, no one really talks about giants 
giants very often, let alone friendly giants. Yeah, um, you're talking about the merchants, you're talking about the giants, yes. Uh, they, he, they're at the, the Green Eye Inn. Really? That's where they were staying. And, uh, I, I, last I heard. They should be, they should be staying. Sorry, I, uh, haven't been. All right, um, could you, would you mind pointing me in a direction? I haven't been here very long. We got here a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, it's over on the east side of town. Um, fair warning, though, they will only tell their story in exchange for... You have to pay to hear their story. The tower right. is turning, or the inn's turning into a whole big thing, too, just to get in and hear their story. Uh, it cost me only three bronze when I went there. But it's per person. All right. Well... That's good to know. Uh, thank you very much. You've been such a help. And I'll, I'll um, give this person one bronze. Thank you so much. How generous. He takes the bronze very gratefully. I'll look over to um, Junia and Graham and I'll kind of nod my head um, to like and start walking east. Um, Niki, do you have the body language skill? I don't. Do I? No, I don't. Okay. Shall we go then? The three of you set off eastwards Mom. to the Green Eye Inn yeah. to meet the merchants who discussed the giants. Okay, yeah, hey, so Pierre, you're digging, you're digging for some clerics. What you doing, dog? Um. Well, I'm sure there's, like, maybe uh, a cleric that's, like, set up somewhere, I assume. Yep. I feel like it'd be pretty obvious. Can I go um, find? A easy place to try and find one is probably the marketplace. Market town. Let's go marketplace. Okay. You're in the marketplace. As you're walking, you see Nikki and uh, you see Junia eyeing a bow in the marketplace. Eyeing a, a bow, which is like on a pedestal in a market stall. The stall seems to be specialized in ranged weaponry. Graham is talking to, uh, as you continue walking, unless you want to like approach. Hold up, what the fuck? Graham's talking to someone? Yeah, no, it's crazy. You can do that? You see Graham alone talking to RTC Connecting. Ford's fucking entire, he's, his PC is malfunctioning. His mic is so quiet right now. Um... <laughs> Graham is talking to some like uh, tailors and like some fur merchants, and uh, Nikki is talking to some random stranger. As you guys are just walking, this is what you see: Tariq roll shadow roll shadowing. Well, you should look at my roll channel. We've actually okay. had a person roll shadowing before. It was during the Half Life campaign. It was stealth minus four, right? And it was yes. it was once again it was a player v player shadow. This campaign oh. is very quickly making me realize, like, how many skills you can take. Like, even just putting one point in something is so helpful. Yeah, no, you honestly need a list of 30 to, like, accurately be able to do everything. I just took, like, uh... Like you, you, I, I remember you, you have a pretty solid amount of skills. 
I just it's a focus yeah. group, you know what I mean? Like you need, it's a it's a relative focus group. Yeah, Susie, you have a, you have a pretty uh, uh, decently length uh, list of skills. With the points that you get, you could just put like one point into something random, like a new skill or something. Um. So it's a contest. So, so it's a fail by two. It's my, is it my perception? Um. Vision roll. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So success, I guess perception. Yeah. Success by four. Then you, Whoa, Pierre, you immediately point. recognize that you found, you saw Junia, you saw Graham, you saw Niki. Oh shit! There's Tariq. Tariq is not with them. Tariq is has is behind you. You initially saw Tariq behind you, and you assumed he was chilling out with the other four. And you see, he leaves past them and is very clearly trying to be stealthy behind like people in the crowd. <laughs> Someone's like, not good at Assassin's Creed. Crate, but I slip little. If you go to Tariq's character image, he's pretty noticeable. Yeah. Um. Do I see that Pierre sees me? Yeah, can I pretend that I don't know? Or the, pretend that, like, uh, I, I'm not, like, paying attention to it and, like, move forward? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Ooh. I mean, I don't have any, like, detect lies or skill or like it would just be like your 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 vision versus oh. i'm kind of feeling maybe um i wouldn't quite say performance what's the skill i mean I here's the other thing jack like we're allowed to fail stuff and this makes it like 10 times more interesting i think mm -hmm. like i just for the sake of saying it uh, I think it's maybe more interesting if Pierre, yes, you can pretend you don't notice Tariq, you have no idea that Pierre. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so good at this. Yeah. I, I'm a superhuman, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to locate a clear. I'm not letting that go, Jack. You're I'm never just... gonna forget that that guy thought that's two Westerlings were superhumans, because it's so yeah. funny. Tariq has a confidence. Can humans even now? wake up at six in the morning? What the fuck? Westerlings can, because they're superhuman. Okay, fuck it, let's keep going. I want to end the session nine minutes ago. Cleric. Fine. Yeah. Fine cleric. Right. You find a cleric in the marketplace. He's he's sitting there. He, he's like, um, he's talking with some guy. He, he He's like, he has a little tent. He's sitting out front of his tent. You see there's like a sign that says like cleric services. Um, and he's talking with some guy and they're laughing. I'm picturing the fucking potion shop. <laughs> fucking. Oh, okay. Um. <clears throat> I'll, I'll wait till they're done talking, but I'll make my presence like seen. It doesn't seem like they're gonna stop anytime soon. Can I interrupt? Uh, well, you said you want to like make your presence known. Yeah. Like you're just gonna stand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you walk up and you kind of stand in silence in your plague doctor outfit, and the guy the cleric is talking to you notices you first and like looks at you, kind of like shocked, and then the cleric turns around and sees you and like just taking it back for a moment. He's like, whoa. Uh, hey friend, uh, something wrong? I have some information I would like to share. Yes? I I see that it'd be beneficial uh, for, for me to tell you. It's about uh, a local noble. 
Is he wounded or? No, no, no. It's, Does he need um, some like therapy? It's uh, <clears throat> it's more so. How do I put this? Uh, is the um is the mining group stuff like public by the way? Um, pretty much everyone knows that the mining group exists, and most people know that they're missing. Like a solid amount of people know. Like probably like fifty to sixty percent of people are aware that they're missing. Maybe there's some outrage amongst women. <laughs> That the Lord is doing nothing. If it was any other mining outfit, they, the the soldiers and guards would be sent in to look for them. This an L for the ladies. Um, <laughs> I, moment. Anyway, I I was part of a contract. As you've been walking through, like you you've seen like some um some women like uh, uh like like peacefully protesting and like trying to organize like a search party that they that they will send and be like, the Lord won't do it, men won't do it, we'll do it ourselves, kind of thing. And you, you also see like they're like they're saying like, what the fuck did I call it? Uh, do it for Annie. Do it for Annie. Like it's what she would have done. Um, I was. W W A D. I was uh, I was contracted with a. I was contracted to go in uh, into the mines after um, the mining group, and uh, I was contracted by uh, Lenore Nickelwar, uh, specifically. Um. And me and my party, who was contracted, we had gone down in the mines and we uncovered uh, all 20 of the mining group. Uh, they had perished to a trap um, in the mines. They had discovered what looked to be ancient ruins, and those ancient ruins happened to have a unsprung trap that they triggered. I ended up going uh, back to the noble, and I am suspecting based on his response that I think that he had a mistress. Um, one of them belonged to the mining group. So there's, I guess there's multiple things to take away from this. Um, he had a very focused attention on the leader of the mining group. Um, he had repeatedly mentioned um, that there was someone he was looking for, both, in, during, both before the contract, but also once we had returned. He is definitely in a grieving process. He's clearly upset, but not for the reason. I don't. Sus I, I'm not sure if I suspect that it's purely because he had vestments in the uh, mining group. He, he, he seems to be talking about this particular woman. So I feel like we can all make the assumption that there is, you know, an affair. Anyway, this is the information I'm providing to you. He's listening very intently, staring at you. He's nodding his head up and down. Yeah, it, it sounds like you had a, a hard trip. Uh, do, do you want to come inside and talk about it? Yes. Shit. <laughs> Tariq, you see Pierre disappear into the tent with the cleric. Uh, and the cleric turns to his friend and be like, uh, David, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back out in a little bit. Um, uh, I'll, I'll definitely I'll take you up on that offer. Uh, he doesn't say I'll be back in a little bit. He says, like, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. I'll, I'll see you later tonight. And then he turns around Darren and leads him into his tent in his all pink, flowing pink robes. And he sits down inside. It's like a very busy office thing. Um, Tariq, I'm going to send you away while Pierre talks. Wait, 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 wait. You said it was a tent, though? You want to try and listen in? Tents have very thin walls. Yeah, you can listen. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> roll, stealth. roll stealth plus one. Don't fuck me over. 
18, 18, 18. Crash through the wall of the tent. Crash 18, 18. Oh, God damn. As a success by six. Yeah, so yeah, you disappear into the tent, and Tariq, you sneak. Oh, what the fuck is Ford doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pierre, you sneak up to the tent and like lean in to listen. Or uh, Tariq, you sneak up to the tent and oh, lean in geez. to listen. <laughs> here, you sit down. It's a very busy office in here. There's two chairs in front of like a little like desk. Um, he has set up, and he sits down in the chair, and he like has some paper set up, and you see he gets like a quill. And he takes out like a, um, like he takes out like a, just like a piece of like a piece of parchment, mm. uh, and and he looks up at you. You see, he has like uh, spectacles on, the glasses, and uh, he looks at you. So, uh, you said you went down to these mines. Uh, how, how did it make you feel when you saw what you saw? The women down there. Uh quite traumatizing it was well honestly it hadn't been that long since we were informed of their missing status it only had been about a day or two so we figured it would be an easy job we could easily recover these women I mean it's just a cave you know you don't expect um, people to be dead from dehydration or you know starvation in less than a couple days so we had gone down there, and, you know, it was quite terrific, unsurprising. They had been squished by a boulder. Um, all of them just scattered, their items, their possessions all flattened. Dude, I do not know what to say. <laughs> I'm not a fucking therapist. I don't know how this works. <laughs> you could always start going over like coping mechanisms or trying to find uh like like you could attempt to figure out ways to aid in dealing with trauma. Sick. Okay, um uh, okay, so the clerk's sitting there, he's speaking to and he's like, uh, yes, moments like this uh, can often be very traumatizing and can... Um, and you recognize he's a little bit of, like, an Eastern accent. Um, it seems like he's a local Asterian. Um, May I ask something? ...and have effects long after. Um, they can even be chronic if untreated and handled improperly. Um, there's a variety of... Uh, uh, mechanisms that can help you coping with him. Um, may I ask you a question? Uh, he just starts writing down on the parchment. Um, and it's like describing different uh, uh, ways you can go about like handling, um, remembering this. And like, he, 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 he like, uh, you mentioned like, oh yeah, and there's Lots of different breathing exercises you can try uh, to like calm down whenever and like if an episode ever starts or anything. And he, he turns up and asks you like, have the, have you had any um, episodes remembering the the trauma or um, has it impaired you in any way? Pierre just kind of takes how, a how have you been impacted? Pierre just, Pierre just kind of takes a second. 
because he's using those words, but he's not putting it on specifically the mining group, but like his consistent flashbacks. Um, yeah, no, Pierre does actually need therapy. This is funny. <laughs> um, so it's, he's kind of uh, internalizing this information as if it was specifically for Pierre's background. Um, both including the Navy and then the stuff before it. Um, wait, so wait, what'd you say? Uh, sorry, he's just well. He's just kind of in a moment of thought right now. But he he does he did ask if he had a, um he did he did have a question for the uh, the cleric. I don't know if you're yeah. What did you um, what did you study? Where did where um, where's what what's college did you specifically study? At? Yeah, let me if I can pull them all up so I can I don't say something that's wrong. Uh, I, I, I took courses all over, but uh, mainly uh, uh, science uh, and some uh, science and philosophy. I have a uh, yeah, science and philosophy were the, were the main two, but uh, yeah, I took all the required courses. Hmm. All clerics study uh, uh, at least basic levels of several fields. I um. I have my CCA in the School of Medicine. Oh, so you're uh, you have a certificate of association? Yes, yes, I do. Well, that's good on you. Um, I, medicine. I was trying to figure out like where like psychology would fit in. Medicine would also be a good one, eh? Um, I appreciate the. Yeah, never mind. Medicine and philosophy. Right, 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 my main two. Medicine and philosophy. Okay. We don't have a school for, for, for things like this, but uh, I'm trained in healing and uh, also uh, emotional healing. Mm. That's, uh, I think, a helpful field. I think that's overlooked. Honestly, good for you. But um, this information is more so gauged towards the fact that uh, this is relatively a scandal, in my opinion. This whole situation. These, it's quite unfortunate, yes. This poor dead woman. <clears throat> I don't even. Think uh, yeah, again, how, how has this impacted you? Has it impaired you at all? Have you had any episodes? I. Uh, I think I've been. Have you had any, had any particularly strong feelings? I have. I have had emotional lashing out uh i have instances of lashing out uh aggressively and you believe this is caused from uh the event that occurred from searching this, for the from this specific event matter? probably not but it certainly has ignited some flame so you believe there's more that's than that's causing your outbursts yes He's noting it down. And your outbursts, who have they been directed at? Or what? Yourself or others? Strangers? Friends? Friends, mostly. Yes. Uh, is there anyone you... Anyone in particular? Or any group of people in particular? Um, we have this girl in our group. We travel with her. Quite frankly, she's a bit of a wreck constantly drinking, making poor 
unfiltered decisions. Rather reckless. I, I think a lot of that rage comes from her complete disregard for safety. You say you're traveling in a group. Could you elaborate on that? Yes. Um, this um, this might come as a surprise. Um, so maybe listen, hear me out on this one. I'm traveling with. I, I I met these people at the Gray Wolf Tavern, south of here. Um. I think as I spell this out, it might become quite obvious, but uh, a man, um, a woman from Southern, a woman from uh, the West region. You see he's nodding as he's writing down with a quill on the parchment. A young man from the Westerlands, and a man from the North, and of course me. I am Eastern descent. We met at the Grey Wolf Tavern. And then we yes, and I, I, I would guess that you are on a quest. Of one of great heights. <laughs> you see, he nods and closes it, like, and like, briefly closes his eyes, and just like, just from seeing his nod, you immediately understand, he under like, no, he understands completely. Like he he he, under, he knows. Good How luck. did you feel when you <clears throat> received this quest? I think it's still hard to understand, but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of confusion on where our time should be spent. We don't necessarily our focus and our morals and our ethics are all spread in the group. We're all very different, and we. We struggle to work together. We side with different opinions and we lash out at each other. We can never come to a consensus. And if we do, it's usually out of assured destruction or just an option that wasn't completely out of everyone's way. I don't even know how we're getting by right now. Um, could you speak more uh, onto how you personally feel about your mission? I don't think I was the right man for the job. And why do you say that? I think there's a lot there that... Of Eastern culture, of which I've spent many... Many years in, um... I think there's many good people here. Good people that want to see the world change, like me, but can do it a lot better than me. There are people who don't want to see, you know, war, strike uh, local towns and rip families apart. And those are reasonable people that should be a part of this, but these people also need to be strong and be able to handle everything. You see, I, I disagree with you there, because most people, especially men such as yourselves, would not be sitting in this tent with me speaking, especially someone in your position, 
you've been given a, a great honor and it would be easy for that to go to your head um i'll let you know the clerics are have become familiar with the prophecy they're it's spreading like wildfire the news that you guys have formed or another band has formed you catch that he very slightly rolls his eyes when he says that like another band has formed um but i've heard that you guys are different from other attempts at completing the prophecy and that you guys don't really bask in any glory or, or fame you usually just go from town to town you're kind of quiet drifters you don't really talk to anyone um and that you're all pretty humble and i can definitely see that in how you're coming in here you know most people would be given this opportunity and think that they're great warriors i mean i've been to the great wolf tavern the people there the crowd uh those trying to be in the prophecy are usually um of a particular breed and that type of person would not be sitting here discussing their issues with me like you are now and i think it takes a lot of strength to be in here with me and i think you're demonstrating that you're the perfect man for the job I don't think I've heard that before. I appreciate it. I mean... Regardless... Do you ever feel uh, stressed or frustrated <laughs> with your quest? Uh, quite a bit. Um, it's demanding everything that has been put on our shoulders. There's a lot to our journey, and there's a heavy challenge. There's a lot of people that don't exactly understand who we are or where we come from. I think just today, someone had confused my Westerlander friend for a, a superhuman um, of an unimaginable feat. There's people who don't believe there should be women in our group. There's people who don't believe that losing an arm is a show of strength. There's lots of love up to. It must be strange being placed on a pedestal all of a sudden. No offense, but I, I can tell that you're you've never been heralded as anything particularly special in your life. Especially not to the degree to the degree that you are now, all of a sudden. I mean most people from the pro uh, believe that those in the prophecy are chosen by the divine. You're essentially supposed to be prophets sent by some sort of supernatural force. So people see you as different and superior. Do you mind taking your mask off? For what reason? I would find that therapy would work better if we had a more personal connection. We could stare eye to eye. But if you're, if it makes you uncomfortable, I I perfectly understand. It's perfectly fine. I'll take it off. <laughs> Pierre, Pierre stands, sits there, and like takes a deep breath. He's like, "Oh, fine." The mask is removed. Uh, Harrier Dubois 
<laughs> it's revealed. So you say you are often stressed and frustrated with the weight that's in place on your shoulders and how people don't understand. And you say you've been having a lot of outbursts and it's been aggravated by this recent event. I have a particular friend. Um, would you... Do you believe that your frustration with the mission is in any way connected to your frustration with your friend? I think so. I think that'd be a good remark. I think a lot of the stress comes from <clears throat> um, how how little I feel like they care. Maybe they, we don't share or see eye to eye on the same thing. But, especially the pressure. I don't think you see eye to eye on the pressure. So you have been feeling... You say you've been, you've been feeling... You had some difficult feelings regarding your mission. Have you considered how others in your party feel about it? You say they don't see... Uh, uh, they don't seem as pressured as you do. I ask around. I, I try to keep up with the people I know will respond to me. Um, there are people who definitely understand that there's a weight. And I think for some people it means a lot to them, not just for them, but their families. You know, it It's important that they pursue what they're pursuing. But for some people, it doesn't necessarily come through all the way. At least, not as are some um, more devoted members. I haven't met your friend, but have you considered that they feel just as pressured and frustrated and stressed as you do, and as a defense mechanism, they're trying to run away from the responsibility? <laughs> probably. That's probably true. They're, uh, they tend to opt out of um, they tend to opt out of uh, serious situations. They they are quite devo uh, divulgent into um, alcohol and kind of keeping their mind off of things. I I guess I could understand that. Yeah, I just don't agree with the mechanism itself. I think it's putting a lot of us at risk. No, absolutely. The defense mechanism is unhealthy, especially in the position such as that they're in. But I believe it's important for you to understand that, and I think it'll be helpful for you to prevent these outbursts and to ease your feelings of stress to understand that they might be struggling just as much as you are and that their way of dealing with the struggle of your quest may be different from yours, and that in order to work more cohesively as a unit, there needs to be more communication, and you guys need to talk just like you and I are talking. Yeah. And ask each other how you feel. And, uh, and he, 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 he has been like writing down a bunch of different like other mechanisms 
or uh, you can um, use to cope the stress and whenever you're feeling like an outburst or like an episode or anything and he like walks you through like some breathing exercises and stuff and after doing the breathing exercises um let's have him roll yeah after doing the breathing ex exercises you actually you do feel calmer and just like speaking with him you feel like this is the best you felt emotionally since you left the great wolf tavern probably in oh, actually longer than that probably yeah, ever back, right? <laughs> um uh i know you may be under some time constraint but i believe it'd be beneficial for you to bring your friend and whoever else uh in for a group session that's um that's thoughtful uh i may take you up on that but regardless it's i appreciate your concern i think i'm just trying to wrap my head around a lot of ideas making sure i ain't pushing myself too far i i, I don't ever really speak to clerics Hey, what'd you say? I didn't hear that last word. I don't ever really speak to clerics. This is probably my first conversation that hasn't ended in an insult. Um, the cleric or you? Either or. I, I tend to not get along. And that's why you're not in the apparel? No. Uh, I have disagreements with the cause, or at least when I was doing it. I feel like there's some misconceptions with clerics. Maybe today is a different day, but... When did you leave the Order? A while ago, about 14 years. Um, two years after you left, the uh, old headma headmaster passed away, and... Uh... There have been uh, some significant changes to the order since you left. You may want to consider rejoining after you're, you've completed your mission. He's uh, a lot different than the last one. Yeah. Um, I think you would like the direction we're going in. Just from how much... Just from meeting you would be my guess. Thank you. That means a lot. I might actually do that. I've been looking for a purpose outside of this. And I was worried that by the end of this mission, regardless of our success, that I'd be back to you wandering. Nothing's more meaningful than the life of helping people. I can totally agree. I've spent a lot of And as a medical cleric, you can go anywhere <clears throat> and they need help. No corner has enough medical or er, trained medical personnel. Personnel. Mm -hmm. No, that's I like that. 
it's almost safe knowing that. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your concern for somebody's mental health. I think that is overlooked. Yeah, it's um, not many clerics specialize in it. Certainly it's... a field I will put myself through if I ever return to school. There's been a, a slight emphasis in it. Uh, the new headmaster has been slightly emphasizing it in the School of Medicine. I that guess, uh, uh, people are more than just their physical bodies. That they need more than being stitched up physically, but mentally as well and emotionally. It's quite profound. Uh, I think I'll like the place if I ever return. Anyways. Well, I. Is there anything else uh, you need to speak about? I should probably get out of here. I. Gotta go see how my party's doing. But it's been it's been nice here. Let me let me let me come up with a payment. A s six bronze is my usual price. <clears throat> I give him six bronze, um, and I give him the dwarven candle I found. You give it to him and he looks at it and he immediately tells like the little like, pedestal on the bottom. He looks at it and he's like where is this from? This isn't from Esther. It's, uh, well, whether or not you believe me, it's from, uh, the ancient ruins we had gone down to. It's, uh, dwarven, I'm pretty sure. You see, he takes another candle and he lights it, and immediately the room is filled with this, that, that strange smell you had smelt. It's kind of, like, earthy, but still pleasant. I had never smelt anything like that, but I assume it's worth some sentimental value. I'll remember this forever. Hmm. Anyway, good day. Uh, good day now. You as well. Pierre tips his hat, puts his mask back on, and leaves. And I probably will immediately see Tariq. <laughs> uh, well, Tariq's probably. I, I did have a success of six on my stealth. I'm aware. I'm aware. I was, I was imagining you're like behind the tent. Not like in front of the entrance. Yeah, I'm not like, at the doorway. That way, like, pe like people walking by don't see it. <laughs> Tariq just sitting there, like, looking at the door like a dog. Huh? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Tariq, you just heard that entire encounter. Pierre, you're just like, what? This is not how I expected this to fucking go in the slightest. <laughs> the GM agrees. Well, <clears throat> off to the marketplace. <laughs> um,. So we'll start next session with you approaching um, Niki and Graham and Junia. They're also in the marketplace. You'll be leaving the tent, and you'll be like heading towards where you had saw seen them before. I like how we still haven't left Cali. The session was supposed to be our leaving Cali session. We this was supposed to be leaving Cali. <laughs> we still haven't left. You're so close. This is our third session in Cali. Third tomorrow or, or like next week, we'll mark oh, our fourth, fourth session here. Oh, no, you're right. Our... No, it's our fourth. It's our no fourth. Way. Yes, this is our fourth because we, we had the bar episode. We had the cave. We had the gladiator, and now we have had this. Our next session will be, will be our final fifth. Hopefully, our oh, final and fifth. Shit! Session. This is our fourth session. <laughs> <laughs> we we've, need to get in the habit of getting in and out of cities quicker. We've had a cum uh, cumulative, I think, nine hours in Kali. If I'm looking at my my time codes correctly. 
We spent nine hours in this town. Jesus Christ, that's the entire fucking Lord of the Rings extended trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> to be I fair, so. I feel like this is a relatively sized town, so it makes sense. It is, it certainly is, and you have spent plenty of time in House Esther. I am certainly ready for you to move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, we're at the fucking border. We've been on the border of House Esther for five sessions. <laughs> I really like that little therapy session at the end there. That was that was fucking different. It was perfect that Pierre was the one getting the therapy. I mean, honestly, Junia, Pierre, and Tariq could all have use of therapy. <laughs> no, what are you? What do you mean? I don't know. Graham and Graham and Nikki. I mean, uh, Graham as well a bit with kind of his the complex with his family. Nikki doesn't seem to have many like any major issues. I feel like Pierre's fucking broken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great. I only get like panic attacks. We're fine. <laughs> We're, we're fine. I think this is beneficial for Pierre to try to like leech out and also be positive for other people. 